Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Time to hit that Schneider Orange hotline and welcome in from the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com, Ryan Wood, our insider, and, and Woody Tim Allen in for Bill today. Appreciate the time. We're going to start out uh, a little more on the positive note, and then we'll maybe uh, accept a little conversation about some challenges that the Packers have. Okay, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and you've covered uh, Aaron Rodgers and that Packer team like a blanket here. Uh, Ryan, I haven't heard him really be this fixated on a home field advantage for many, many years, and it, and it just seems like all, he's like the last year and a half or two we have to get this game into Lambeau. We have to get this game at home. That tells me he's going to do everything he can to make sure you take advantage of that. Have you noticed the fixation on that I-need-this-game-at-home sort of mentality? You know, it's a great point. And just in my recollection, Tim, I think that the first I can really recall was after that 2016 NFC Championship game in Atlanta when they got blown off the field. The terms of, in terms of the first, I can really recall Aaron Rodgers emphasizing the desire mm-hmm. to want to get that game in Lambeau Field, and you've heard it over the you know you heard it after San Francisco last year. You, we've heard it over the last few years. I think what's happened though, it's really been amplified this season because let's face it, they've been staring all year at that possibility. It has never been more attainable than it was this season, uh, just in the way they started. Uh, the way other teams in the conference felt, and there's there's not one great juggernaut team in the NFC that they have to, to consider. There's not there's not a 2013 2014 Seattle Seahawks. I mean it's it's the Packers. The Pack you look around, the Packers are the juggernaut. They're, they're the favorite, um, and I think that he was aware of that. And, and this has been a long desire of his, but it's something that has been very attainable this year. Um, it's also something that he knows that they they had an opportunity in 2011 that that game was going to be in Lambeau field. And the further and further you get away from that, I think that with, with age and wisdom comes a context of that. That's rare. You don't have that opportunity often for them not to have capitalized on it 
I think that makes them want it even more. So yeah, you put all those factors together, and let's let's not forget, Tim, it's all it's all an equal playing field in terms of lack of fans this year. I mean, there's no real home field advantage except for sub freezing temperatures on the tundra. I mean, that 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 is a a natural advantage that a lot of teams don't have. So yeah, in, in Green Bay, it does mean a little bit more this year. Yeah, I think I read this morning, Ryan, that. Uh... You're right on the money on the home field thing. I think the the road teams are 128 and 127 and one. So I mean, it's it's they actually won one more game. They're above 500. The road teams, but it's just something about what his demeanor and the confidence. And he's always been a confidence dude, and we get that. And the more I, I love hearing him speak, I love hearing you guys ask him questions because I just you feel like he's so damn smart. And he's so in control. I just, when he, when he lost the game in, well, when they lost the game in Seattle and Atlanta and, and I mean, and San Francisco last, last year, you just get the feel that he's not going to let it go by the wayside here. And I expect him to want it so bad in the NFC title game, given they get there. And again, I think they will. I think he runs the ball for at least five to six rushes in that game to make sure it gets done. He pulls out a rush when he needs it. I've noticed that in the last five years. He doesn't do it all the time, but I look for him to do it again in this postseason. You talking maybe a little bit of a helicopter, John Elway helicopter type play? <laughs> I don't know about that. No, not, Now that would have to come to get there. You know what I mean? I, I mean if he measures right. those things, his risk factor is going to be the reward on the other side. But if you need a third and five and it ain't there, he's taken off. He's going to show pass and take off at least five or six rushing attempts. Most of what he's done over the years, Ryan, has been on third down on a big first down conversion. Yeah, I mean, let, let's understand this about Aaron Rodgers. He, he is an intellectual, and I know that he is fun to watch play. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. That that arm and the way that he dictates the defense with his mind and his voice and and obviously his legs as well. But he he's he's a really smart guy, and he knows where he's at. He's 37. The heir apparent is here, and he's not going to get a lot more cracks at the plate here. Uh, even if it's even if his career doesn't end in Green Bay. In fact, he's 37. You don't have a. You're not just on the back nine. You're on fifteen, sixteen. I mean, you're you're getting there, and eighteen is in sight. So, um, you know, it's it's this might be the last time he's he's got a chance to have a, a conference championship game at home. This might be the last time he's the one seed in his career. It's it's certainly feasible to think that. So, um, I, I I I'm with you. I, I think that he's he's certainly in command of of the situation. He, he understands what's at stake over these next few weeks. Yeah, and I think it's a little different. I, I think he has a better team, I do, than, than to convert a, a third and forever or a fourth and whatever on a diving grab by Jared Cook. I, I, I think they're a better team. I, I do. And, and I think he'll take advantage of that, like you said. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press-Gazette, and PackersNews.com. Now the other, the other side of the coin. Uh, we're talking about the challenges. The biggest challenge on, on the other side of the ball Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, a very experienced Sean Payton and Drew Brees, and always in the game, Russell Wilson, because that's pretty impressive. I've always been impressed with Russell Wilson. He may not have the team, but he finds a way to keep his team in a game in the fourth quarter. This is uh, an attribute of a great quarterback. 
What might be the bigger challenge that you're seeing here in the postseason moving forward? You know, I think it's no coincidence that Mike Patton was talking yesterday about needing to be situationally aware in terms of whether or not to run off coverage or press coverage on the down and distance. Um, it's something the Packers, for all the strides this defense has made in the past month to six weeks, and there's been a lot, starting with the run defense, it's something that the Packers have struggled with, and they struggled with it in Chicago as well, playing off coverage when it's third and three and you're eight yards off. It just doesn't make sense. And so stressing that, that's not a coincidence because if Tom Brady's coming to Lambeau Field, and that's a very realistic possibility for next week, he, he, he will kill you if you're third, eight yards off on third and three. He, he, will, he will take that every time. And so they need to get that right uh, because of who they might be playing. And it's just it's common sense on top of that. Um, so, I, yeah, I think that that's, that's an area that they're going to focus on this week. I imagine that you'll, you'll see better situational awareness. The biggest challenge, though, it's not defense. The biggest challenge is special teams. This season feels so much like 2014. That was the first year I've covered this team, my first year on the beat. And you go back to 2014, they had the offense, they had the defense. They were good on both sides of the ball. And the special teams issue didn't just happen, didn't just introduce itself with Brandon Bostic muffing the onside mm-hmm. kick attempt. It was a season-long thing. It was the whole entire year that they had. It was something different every week. Was that Breakdowns Zook back then? Block punts, missed kicks, coverage issues. Every single week it was something different, and it just culminated in that. And you look at this season, they've got the offense, they've got the defense. They're a top-ten defense, believe it or not. I mean, Mike Benton's got himself a top-ten defense. Yeah. First time since 2010 that this team finished top-10 in, in yards allowed. Uh, and – this the special teams. You just you wonder if if that's going to at the end of the day cost this team a trip to the Super Bowl if it can't get righted. Okay, so let me go back to the Tampa Bay matchup because I, I agree with you. That's probably what's going to happen. It is Tom Brady, but it's more weaponry also. And 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 Tampa has learned, you know, under Brady's first year here. I mean, he's evolved, too, and he's gotten a little bit more adept at what he's got to work with. If if you look at the Packer defense, let's say it's a matchup against Tampa Bay. You've got Evans, given the fact if if he's going to be healthy and, and good to go. But you've got Evans and Godwin. That's pretty two pretty damn good bookends. You've got Gronkowski in the middle. You've got a decent pound game with Fournette as the bruiser and, and Ronald Jones. And then you throw in Antonio Brown how does that weaponry stack up against the Packers D? Well, it's it. You, you've got those weapons, and you got a, a great engineer that knows how to use those weapons in Tom Brady. So it's a good fit of quarterback and skill set. But it, it's it's not. I, I don't think that Tom Brady and those skill players are the only reason why it, it would be a tough matchup. That defense in Tampa Bay is going to travel. You know, Tom Brady obviously he can play in the cold. But that defense is going to play in the cold too, and that defensive front that they've got—that's a tough—that's a tough matchup for this Packers offensive line. We saw what happened Week Six, and that was obviously a different situation. It was down in Tampa in October, where it's, where it's hot. Uh, they lost David Bakhtiari mid-game, so it's not like they could prepare for that, like they've been able to now. Um, but I, I think that the challenge is really wider than than just just that Tom Brady and and, and some really good receivers and a tight end that the, the Packers have over the past couple seasons struggle to match up against the better tight ends i think it's both sides of the ball i you know i 
the difference being the Rams. They've got a good defense, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have Todd Gurley. Jared Goff's not putting fear into anybody. So it's the balance that the Bucks present that I think would make a really tough matchup. Yeah, I mean, if, if Ryan, if uh, – and, and the, the cool thing about that is is that the Packers' offense – and I didn't think they'd be as high scoring this year coming into the season without, you know, an additional weapon here and there. But if, if Tampa wants to get into the shootout mode, that's that's the luxury Green Bay has right now. If, if, if it's going to be a let-up defensive sort of game, hey, man, you want to get into a shootout with Aaron Rodgers this year? Let's go, baby. I mean, that's, I mean, there's 48 touchdowns, 50 total touchdowns here for one number 12. He, he can win that style of game. Um, I just, there's something different. There's a feel about this year. I don't know if you're feeling it on the inside or not. Are you? I, I, I think what it is, is that there, there's not that yeah, but team. You know, it, the Packers are really good. Yeah, but the Seahawks, right? or the Falcons when they were red hot in 16. Or, yeah, but they just lost at San Francisco by 30 points, and here they come back to San Francisco. There's not a yeah, but, but this year. And that, that's the difference. This Packers team is really, really good, and they are the favorites. They, they are the one seed for a reason. Um, you look at the rest of the conference, there's not another team that should strike that much fear into this team. Not saying that there's not another team that can, can't beat them, Obviously, there are. Russell Wilson can get hot any week in, in wreck a season. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Drew Brees, and you know they, 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 he can get hot. I mean, there's teams that can beat you. You got to bring your best game. But the Packers are the favorite, and they just they haven't been in that clearly established role of the favorite in a very long time. I don't know if if Rodgers is even human at times when I listen to him. I I, I don't. I mean, he's so. Damn in control. I wish I had uh, that. I admire him for that. I, I wish I had that sort of emotional control. Because You'd I asked be good AJ. On radio, you're saying, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I asked AJ Hawk a few hours ago. I mean, does he ever cut loose? Does he ever? And he's like, well, the answer that I interpreted and perceived the answer as eh, occasionally he'll get into a little argument over something, you know, behind the scenes in fun, of course. But, uh, it just seems always in control emotionally. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But you can. You. I've never heard you go off, Ryan. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I try to do what I can on the air. You know, I, this is this is not the. Uh, I, I try to remain unflappable when it's live. that's true that's true well the guys in the big show they'll stir things up a little bit with you moving forward but we appreciate it ryan always a pleasure and we'll talk again all right all right take care there he is, Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring drivers right now. 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.